Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to Day 22 of Grace and Suffering, a Lenten journey. And as always, I am along with A.J. Kelleher. So A.J., tell us, what is our true purpose? A true purpose in life, not necessarily just our suffering. Um, in thinking about this a lot, I, I'd like to think that our true purpose is to get to know God better, get closer to Him, and to bring others to Him. And so I started thinking about, okay... If that's true, and I truly believe that, then the way I'd want to live my life is that every part of my life is going to be focused on that. Now, granted, I'm going to be doing day-to-day -day things. I might be working. I might be, you know, taking care of somebody. I may be volunteering. Mm -hmm. But everything that I do should be with a, an idea in my head that I'm always trying to find a way to get closer to Christ and bring others to Him. So then, if in our suffering, if we realize that, then I think it's a little bit easier to work towards making meaning out of our suffering, working with God to make our suffering have meaning, even if we don't understand it and we don't have a, uh, any idea why what is happening is happening to us. And quite frankly, even if we feel like this is not going to be the way to bring people to you, God, <laughs> right. the way to bring people to you, God, would be for Jeff to receive a miracle. And then everyone would be like, yes, he believed and he was healed. Um, and I've given that a lot of thought too, but I think there's also the idea that if someone doesn't get that healing miracle, but they still believe in God, that in some ways can almost be more powerful than the miracle. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot easier to believe in a, in a good loving God when he does something that is what we want, that shows him being good and loving. But when we don't get what we necessarily want, but we don't change that love for him, I think that's an example to other people. Yeah, so often um, I recently have been talking to people about God's ultimate goal and purpose in everything that he does. Okay, so even in service, even in suffering, even in prayer, whatever it is, God's ultimate goal is to, I believe, draw us into deeper, more intimate relationship with him. And so being able to see that can be difficult Honestly, obviously, in <clears throat> suffering, but even in service, right? Right, and, and, and a lot of the service that we do, we don't pay attention to the fact that God, he's not just calling us to do something, he's calling us into deeper relationship. Right. And, of course, suffering, you can see how um, if we embrace suffering, as we have said, it can do exactly that. It can draw us and other people into deeper relationship with Jesus. I agree. And and again, it, it doesn't necessarily look the way that I think it's going to look, or certainly not the way I want it to look, because I still have times seven years later after Jeff passed away that I think to myself, if Jeff were only here, he could be so powerful in this situation because of the, the calm manner that he had and the relationships he had with certain people, that when they are going through suffering, I feel like he would have been able to handle those situations so much better than I am. And so I tend to think he should still be here, but I have heard, and I can't remember where I heard this, that he actually can do, be of more benefit to us where he is. Right. We just don't necessarily see that in the same way. I think there's something, there's a, a, an interesting point embedded in what you're saying, okay? Obviously, you can do wonderful things, and Jeff, as an intercessor for you, uh, as you suggest, makes that even more powerful. But here's the thing, AJ you're not doing the work. 
<laughs> it's God that's doing the work. You say that like I don't know that. I, I, <laughs> you I want know, to make sure. <laughs> I know, but I think for any of us, um, if we think someone else can do something better, well, well, somebody else can't do it better because they're not doing it either. Right. It's God that's doing it. And God has, you know, picked you, right, to be the person to obviously do a lot of stuff as it's related to you and Jeff and, and suffering. And so he's going to use your specific talents, charisms um, for his benefit. Right. But he's the one doing the work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you so. Just it, wanted to throw that out, y'all. It's, 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 that, it's that balance between um, not being too prideful, but being willing to use the gifts that you're given. I, in I, a don't, way. I don't think it's prideful, and I know maybe we're a little off topic here, and I apologize, but it, it's important, okay, in this phase of your life as a part of this particular journey to recognize the great power that God can unleash through you. I'm more concerned not about whether you're going to be prideful or egoed. I'm more concerned about the fact that you might be, well, I'm not good enough, or I'm fearful, or somebody else could do this better. Because then that does limit the power of God. Right. We should just remember that he's the one that's doing the work and all of this. Right. Whoever's listening to this, we're saying one thing. They're hearing it in whatever <laughs> yeah. way they need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's all because of God. Right. And, and so I think this is really important for all of us. Well, and I think there's a difference, too, though. In, so I see where you're going now with your, with your comments. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying that because of Jeff's personality and the relationships he had with certain people, um, I know that he could have and was doing great things in this world before he got sick. And so, and there are certain situations where I feel like he would have been able to continue that good work in a way that was needed. Before he got sick. Well, and even while he was sick. So, I mean, so just being here, physically being here, there were things that he could do that we can't see him doing now because he's no longer here. Mm -hmm. And so to think that he is doing things where he is with God now, that's not as tangible. So it's a little right. bit harder to find that. So it's it's not so much of, and I know I my he had different gifts than I did. Right. So for me to try to fill in the gifts that he had isn't necessarily where I should be. So, but it's not a matter so much of thinking that I'm not worthy or not able to do something. For me, it's more a matter of figuring out what it is I'm supposed to be doing. So let's switch gears for a minute because the title of this episode <clears throat> is Our, Our True, True Purpose, Purpose in Life. You're struggling with that still. Do you want to speak on that? After having lost Jeff, purpose has been a struggle for you. Well, I I don't know. I tend to think it's probably, it might be a struggle for a lot of people. I, I think about... That's um, why I asked the question. <laughs> I think about, you know, when I was in college, I, I was in college. My, I had a goal. My purpose was to, you know, make good enough grades that I could graduate and get my degree. And then once you graduate, okay, now my purpose is to get a job. So there's certain phases in our lives where our purpose seems a little clear, at least to me, they seemed clear. And I've already spoken to the fact that when Jeff was sick, my purpose was crystal clear. Yes. <laughs> crystal clear. And and as odd as this is going to sound, I did not like that Jeff was sick, but I had been searching prior to he got prior to him getting sick for more meaning in what I was doing in my life. And I certainly had it while he was sick. Okay, so now he's moved on to greater things and I'm still here and I'm like, okay, now what? And when you're in that situation of thousands of possibilities, trying to utilize your gifts, trying to listen to God, if you're doing volunteer work, there are thousands of people that would like for you to volunteer with them. And so figuring out where to spend your energy and your time 
And as I mentioned earlier, I'm chasing busyness. I'm just, I'm keeping myself busy. And so discerning what things God is really calling me to do can be a challenge. There's so much in what you just said. Uh, So at the very beginning of this episode, you said ultimately our purpose is to know, love, and serve God, right? And so when Jeff was here, you were knowing, loving, and serving God because Jeff was sick. And we hear that right out of Matthew 25. Now, you said a word that was a little scary. Um, You're kind of trying to find your purpose, but while you can't find your purpose, you're staying busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe the answer during this Lenten season Silence, be still. is to slow down <laughs> yeah. and spend Absolutely. time with God mm-hmm. so that he can begin to unveil that um, purpose to you, which, listen, the Lord can be really annoying sometimes because he takes so daggone long to unveil his purpose. But maybe it's that length of time that we actually need right. uh, in preparation for whatever that next thing is. And so I don't necessarily know that staying busy Oh, it's, it's always it's the best not. answer. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Um, so don't do what AJ's doing. <laughs> but but to that point, it's you and I have been working together for, I don't know, four years or so now, and you've known that I've had this desire to find a way to use what Jeff and I experienced. Right. And uh, I'm still not sure that this podcast is the right time because I can't say that I feel 100% comfortable, but those four years working with you were definitely needed before I could even attempt to do it. So I I definitely see the value in some of the things that I have chosen to do and how they're preparing me. And quite frankly, I think everything we do prepares us. Even being too busy prepares us because now I know I need to sit still a little bit more and to pay attention. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So this, this, do you want to tell these stories about the the surfer? Yes, I, I think about Again, trying to understand the meaning in our suffering and then the ultimate purpose that we have. I love the story of the, the um, professional surfer, Beth, Bethany Hamilton, who lost her arm in a shark attack while surfing and the struggle she had to try to get back to surfing, which she ultimately was able to do. But I know this quote was in the movie, Soul Surfer. I'm assuming it's actually attributed to her, but just the concept of it is beautiful that she was able to embrace more people with one arm than she ever would have been able to embrace with two arms. Yeah, and it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Soul Surfer, S-O-U-L yeah. Surfer, an incredibly inspiring right. uh, movie to watch. Would be a great Lenten movie, frankly, yeah. to watch it's, as well. It's just a beautiful concept because that's taken, you know, a, a very visible, you know, challenge, disability, whatever you want to call it, and saying but it has opened me up to so many other avenues and so many other people that I've been able to do more with with less, really. So we had two young kids that were here with a family about two years ago, and they were um, they have spina bifida, and they were like uh, five and seven years old, and they were running around in these wheelchairs. They were loving life. And I had a few minutes to talk to the mom, and she said, you know, a lot of people... A lot of people think that that these children have a disability. She said the reality of it is is they have an ability. Ability, absolutely. And so that's exactly what you're saying uh, with one arm embracing. Um, All of these things that we think are broken are somehow less that our disabilities are exactly the opposite Mm -hmm. with the power of God. They become this great ability um, that transcends and transforms the lives of other people in ways that otherwise would not have happened. happened. 
And we've talked about that with Jeff. I mean, a man in a wheelchair who can't talk and can't move, most people think that's pretty disabled. But what he was able to do and the light that was inside of him, people saw it, especially people that spent time with him. Mm-hmm. And it, and again, the value was a hundredfold what you know the great things he was doing prior to getting sick. Any other uh, notes on this particular podcast? As we are we are rolling on this one today. Well, just to kind of wrap up the discussion on Job, uh, you know, we talked about that there's sin in the world, but Job hadn't done anything wrong. And while so, quoting from John um, when he says, "Neither he nor his parents sinned," talking about why man had a disability. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. Hmm. And I think that's just a beautiful thing to remember as we think about what our true purpose in, in this life is. Yeah, whether you're the surfer or the two kids with spina bifida, right? The power and the works of God are being made visible through those people. Absolutely. Good stuff. You want to close us in prayer? Sure. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, just be with all of us um, listening to this podcast, whichever day you're listening, and help us to not have to find our purpose at this very moment, but help us to just sit with you, trust in you, surrender to you, that you'll guide us and be with us, and that you'll help us to find a way to use the gifts that you have given us to reach other people and to reach a closer relationship with you. We just ask that you... um, Keep all of the folks who are listening and and watching, especially those who are encountering immense suffering at this time, just ask that you hold them and help them and be with them. We ask all of these things in your name. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye.